Oh good, we're live. We were having some technical difficulties, but we're live, which is great. So we can get today's lesson underway. Welcoming those of you that are joining us for this live stream. Yeah, I was just about to put in the chat, that's why we've got an echo there. It's about to put in the chat that we were having technical difficulties, but it's okay, we're here. We made it. Hopefully the internet doesn't go down. If it does, you know why. I need to change my internet provider, okay? But we're gonna go on until that point happens. Hopefully it doesn't. Welcome in uh, Ref Berquin. Hello. Welcome. Bodduck's back. Welcome, mate. Hope you're doing well. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Let's let you guys uh, join in the chat before we start what is going to be a grammar-heavy stream. Uh, and it's going to be quite difficult to get your head round. We are going to be talking today about auxiliary verbs, and in particular the primary auxiliary verbs. And I will explain what that is in just a moment. We will be going through the conjugations, but we won't be going into detail uh, with the conjugations. So the different forms of the primary um, auxiliary verbs that we're talking about today. If, and we have a few questions, if something isn't clear today, if I maybe don't explain it well or you don't understand it in the way I explain it, that's absolutely fine. I will try my best to answer your questions. If we need another follow-up lesson on primary auxiliary verbs by going in um, to all of the tenses, all of the forms of these verbs, then we will do so, the conjugations that is. We will do so next week. But for now, let's try and get our head around auxiliary verbs and primary auxiliary verbs. Welcome in Vahid Uta. Uh, Boduk, welcome everybody that's joining us now. A lot of you just jumping in. So what is an auxiliary verb? What is an auxiliary verb? An auxiliary verb is a verb which forms the tense, mood and voice of other verbs also known as helping verbs, okay? An auxiliary verb, also known as a helping verb. It forms the tense, mood, and voice of other verbs, okay? Uh, the, the modal, or the model, uh, verbs that we have, which are can, could, may, might, must, ought to, uh, will, would, these are included as auxiliary verbs. These are helping verbs, and they can change uh, the tense, mood, and voice of other verbs in a sentence. But the main ones that we want to look at today are the primary auxiliary verbs. And these are the primary ones because they have the ability to change uh, the meaning of the sentence, it can be argued, more than the other auxiliary verbs. So let's move on to the next slide which is primary auxiliary verbs. And these are be, have, and do. These are the main, these are the primary auxiliary verbs. Be, have, and do. So be and have act as auxiliaries to form the continuous, perfect, and perfect continuous sentences. And we will, uh, tenses I should say, and we will give you examples of this in a second. But do is used to make verbs negative. I do not think so. Negative. Or to form an interrogative sentence. 
can also be used to add emphasis to a sentence. We will look at all of these in turn, so don't worry uh, if this isn't making sense just yet. So let's start with B, and B has seven different conjugations, seven different forms. Okay, so we have B, to be, that is the base form of the verb be. We have am, I am. We have are, we are. We have is, we have was, we have been and being. So we have be, am, are, is, was, been and being. These are conjugations, different forms of the same verb, whether it be singular, um, th third person, past tense, present, etc. Lots to get your head around. Welcome to Indonesia. Welcome in Rich. Welcome in Jesse. Hope everyone is doing well. So the primary auxiliary be, the verb be, takes part in the formation of progressive verb phrases as well as the formation of passive verb phrases. What does this mean? Let's use an example in, in terms of the progressive verb phrases. He is living in Japan. He is living in Japan. Okay? Just notice something after our primary auxiliary verb, to be, which in this case is is, he is living in Japan. After that verb, what does the next verb do? He is living in Japan. Another example, I am, so be, am, I am playing tomorrow. I am playing tomorrow. Did you notice the progressive form consists of the auxiliary, be, followed by the present participle, which is the, the common form of a verb ending in ing. We can call it the common form of the verb, but it is called the present participle. So for he is living ends in ing, I am playing ends in ing, for that primary auxiliary to be, it is followed by a present participle. In normal terms, it ends in ing, the verb following be. Okay, another example we have, I am, the verb to be, I am, going to school. She is playing basketball. They have, this is two now, this is perfect continuous tenses using haven't been, but listen to the been part of it. They have been learning about verbs. It's not important to understand all of the grammatical information in this string, but it is important to notice how the tenses are used and whether it's used uh, passively, whether it's used progressively, and how the additional verbs in the sentences end, how they sound, how they're changed, okay? And you guys might know this already. You might know this already, so we're gonna do a little quiz. And 
The questions should not be too difficult. If it is, as I said earlier, a little bit too complicated this stream, we will do a follow-up stream on the conjugations of these verbs, which is the different forms that these verbs can take in sentences, depending on what the tense is, or whether it's singular, third person, second person, plural, uh, for example. Okay, but let's have a little quiz. There are seven conjugations of be, which is be, am, are, is, was, been, and being. Okay, so first question, we just have two questions here. Blank, you free in the afternoon. Uh, welcome Helga Nort, Fabiola. Welcome in uh, Bertic, Patricia, Moose, Clara. Welcome, welcome. Good question. Good question. We'll get to that in a second. If I forget, do mention it again. For now, the question, you guys all know the answer. So with all of that grammatic talk, that would hopefully help you in a written test. But practically, every single one of you knows the answer to this. It is, are you free in the afternoon? Are you free in the afternoon? Well done. Let's move on to the next question. How long? you here for? How long you here for? How long you here for? Is it are, have, or do? Is it a form of be? Is it a progressive verb phrase? For example, he is living in Japan, or I am playing tomorrow, or is it a passive verb phrase. So a few of you have gone with have here. Now you can make this sentence with have, but how would you have to change? And we haven't got to have yet in, in our examples. We're just on uh, to be, the verb to be. Um, but you can make this sentence with have in it, but it would have to change. The answer is are, how long are you here for? Notice, if we use have in this sentence, then there needs to be another auxiliary verb in there as well. And it is a form of be. You can use have and be together in a sentence. And it would be, how long have you been here for? Okay. How long have you been here for? The answer is are. So if you did that, very well done to you. How long are you here for? If you wanted to put have in there, we would need another verb. How long have you been here for? Very good, Hakim. Very, very good. Uh, and so there's a progressive form of auxiliary to be is followed by the present participle, what we said, the ing form. So. I am going to school. She is playing basketball. They have been learning about verbs. If we have have and been together in a sentence, this is called the perfect continuous tense. Perfect 